We are here to try to explain to you what it is we do here. The solar industry in the U.S. employs more people than Google, Apple, Facebook, and Twitter combined. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Welcome into the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. I am your host, Fred Davis. Welcome into the program. Episode number 70 is going down right now. It's a very special episode. It's kind of a compilation of sorts as we give you a recap from the Energy Trading Risk Summit. Mike Niemer, our CEO and co-founder, was a featured speaker there talking about the VPPA process, also talking about renewable natural gas and reasonably sourced gas as well. It was a fantastic presentation, and of course, Mike will talk more about that uh, in the weeks to come. But again, want to give a huge shout out to Howard Walper and his entire team over at Alpha Insight, put on just an absolutely phenomenal event. It was great to be there in person. It was great to see people out and about sharing what they're uh, doing right now in the energy trading risk space. But there was a lot to talk about ESG, a lot to talk about renewable energy, and all of the things that are going on right now in the energy risk management business. So great stuff, but we're going to get to, we, we probably talked to at least a dozen or so folks. We're going to get just, like I said, we went around and we're able to get thoughts. And again, it was very lighthearted, very, you know, lighthearted, fun, but just getting an idea of what people took away from the conference. And again, it was just a lot of fun to be had by everyone in a very informative and educational event to boot. And of course, as you'll find out, the food wasn't too bad either. But before we get to that, let's hear from Ann Niemer, COO and co-founder of eRenewable, telling you a little bit about what we do here at eRenewable. Hi, Ann Niemer here, co-founder and COO of eRenewable. At eRenewable, we know everyone has sustainability needs and wants. We want to help you reach your ESG goal. Our goal is to bring technology to the sustainability space by hosting real-time online auctions for both buyers and sellers. Our electronic management tool helps streamline the RFP process. Whether you need to procure energy or find an off-taker for a renewable project, our platform will provide pricing efficiencies to your organization. Our other projects include solar or battery storage development, renewable natural gas or responsibly sourced gas, LED lighting, and HVAC efficiency upgrades, or unbundled RECs or RSG certificates, all helping our customers reach their sustainability goals and meeting their ESG needs. Please visit our website at eRenew.net or call us at 1-866-ERENEW1. As always, thank you for listening to The Green Insider, powered by eRenewable. Thank you so much for that, Miss Ann Niemer. Of course, you can find out more about the company over at eRenew.net. And of course, you can also give us a follow over at LinkedIn as well. So without further ado, like I said, we've got a handful of folks that we spoke to from the event. Uh, we're talking about Molecule, uh, Veritas, Osaka, Hess, you name it, FIS Global, NRG Energy. I mean, the, the from top to bottom, uh, Latigo Energy, to name a few. Again, it was just an absolutely who's who uh, in the energy risk business. And like I said, we had a ton of fun doing it. So without further ado, we'll obviously we'll kick things off with Mr. Howard Walper from Alpha Insight and his team that put on an absolutely phenomenal event. So without further ado, here is Mr. Howard Walper. Howard? So far, two days in, I got to imagine you're thrilled with uh, the outcome so far. This has been great. I mean, it's such a wonderful opportunity to be back with people and uh, seeing people I haven't seen in a couple of years and, and seeing people interact with each other. It's been uh, something that we've all been missing for a long time. Plus, we've had some uh, fantastic presentations. 
and the world's changed you know, pretty dramatically in the last two years. And it's finally great to be able to come out and talk about uh, the state of the industry and, and uh, all the new things that people are, are, have on their, on their plates. Anything? I know we'd like to say we got one more day left, but what's been uh, what, what's been your favorite part of the event so far? Well, you know, my favorite part is always the people. I, you know, one of the things we we wanted to do when we started Alpha Insight was build a community around risk, and uh, I, I think we're we're uh, between that and our association with our friends at the CCRO, uh, we're really doing that. We're, we're getting a community of people who really enjoy being with each other and sharing information. But in terms of content, it's it's really telling how much ESG has come to the forefront Absolutely. in the past two years. I learned the phrase ESG two years ago. Right. And now for the pretty much the entire yeah, day. panels on it today. Yeah, well, we had, we had one official panel on yeah. it, but it ended up uh, kind of working its way through everybody's discussion. So it's definitely front of mind and definitely something that, uh, that people uh, are, are looking at seriously. The accommodation's been fantastic. Thank and you. And several folks that we've talked to, we've talked to at least a dozen already, have all commented on the food <laughs> and how, I mean, hey, listen, you've been in this game a long time. Yeah, you yeah. You know food can be hit or miss, but everybody I've talked to, is, it's been a hit. Well, you know, uh, you want people at an event like this, besides the contacts, besides the content, you want people to feel welcome and have a good time and feel comfortable. Food's always a big part of that. And, and I got to say, my, my colleague Marjorie yes. picked a lot of the food, so I picked all the food. she picked all. Uh, she picked Rave all, reviews. Yeah, Thanks. she she did a great job. I enjoy the mac and cheese myself. Me too. Hey, if you had gone by Howard, you wouldn't have had that lunch. Okay. Well, <laughs> last thing. Yes. What? Uh, and of course, obviously, I know you guys. After it's all said and done, you reflect on everything. Anything uh, for next year that we might see different, or any maybe an addition, or just anything. And again, it's still early, so yeah. a day left. Anything, and not necessarily bad, but I'm just saying, anything next year that we might see. Well, we've got a couple things coming up this year that okay. people should keep an eye open uh, for. Uh, in the spring, we're going to be doing spring, summer, early summer, doing our trading technology conference, which okay. it'll be our second run doing it. It'll be our first time doing in person, oh, which okay. we, we launched it virtually. So that's going to focus on uh, trade lifecycle technology, okay. and a lot of the folks you're seeing here. And um, but we're also going to open it up to some other commodities outside of energy, you know, including metals and ags and things like that. Um, I think a lot of the, those companies all share similar issues, and it'll be great to bring those folks together. Uh, next year, you know, I'm, I'm just hoping we continue to grow. Absolutely. You know, it, we're we're right at the beginning of people emerging from yes. COVID. It, it was people appreciated the steps you took. We try, you know, we tried to do our best. We tried to use best practices from a lot of the arenas and public uh, public spaces, oh, yeah. and use that as our guide. And um, you, you know, I think people are getting a little bit more comfortable with it and knowing how to sort of navigate it, and uh, I think we'll, we'll just continue to grow, build content, build content tracks, and uh, really uh, really just come continue to build, uh, as the saying goes, build back better. Where did the xylophone idea come from? Oh, I've been doing that for years, man. I'm, 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 my, my, uh, that's, you know, that's fantastic. I actually got my own set at home, and I forgot. Uh, when I left my last company, uh, my team gave me my own set as a, as a gift because I enjoy doing it so much. Hey, I'll tell yeah. you what, it gets everybody, other, it, 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 you know it's time to, to wrap it up. Absolutely, so absolutely. Howard, wonderful job. Thank you. Mr. Fran Rowland, tell us who you're with. ZE Power Group, it's a company that's based out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Okay, and how long have you been with them? 14 years. What's your background? 
I've been in the software business in this industry since 1995. Started out with a company called Saladin, which was the very first data aggregation company. And then I was with them for several years and then left Saladin to go work for a company called Primo Risk Management Systems, which was the very first uh, energy trading risk management platform, commercial platform. So risk management is something very near and dear to your heart. Well, it's near and dear to everyone's heart that's here. Absolutely. And so I was told that, you know, listen, you don't leave this conference without talking to Fran first. Why is this conference so important? Well, first of all, it's one of the first ones where people actually are meeting face to face. So there's a lot of uh, angst and pent up demand in the marketplace (laughs) where people want to get out. I mean, everyone loves the web meetings that we've had through GoToMeeting and Zoom and Microsoft Teams, but enough is enough after two years. Yeah. What would you say has been the best part about this? Aside from it, because we all agree, getting out has been the best part. What's been some of the other aspects of it that you've enjoyed? Well, when I come to these events, one of my main goals is to find some potential prospective clients that have a specific need for the software solutions that I sell. And the software solution is called Zima, Z-M-A. And... um, and then also just interact with people that I've been talking to the, on the phone with for months and months and, and work, trying to work deals with. It's just reconnecting. I've asked this to a few people. What's the biggest misnomer about risk management? Well, people think that you can control risk or, or just manage risk and, and, and uh, not have any risk. And really, all you can do is just manage the risk. One thing, you know, you guys were sponsors of this event, correct? Yeah, we were a lower tier sponsor. No, but you. But, but we were happy to be a sponsor. But you guys actually maybe sponsored the most important part because you guys sponsored the lunch, correct? Yeah, we did. Okay, and I say that because every person that I've talked to, and you'll hear this on the podcast, has raved about the food. Wow. So whatever you did, Frank well, Roland, okay, you did well, right. I did not actually uh, pick the the menu. See, that's what you're supposed to say you did. No, 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 I, I no, did not. No, you want to be honest? You want me to guy. lie? You're a team guy. And uh, actually, I would have I had porterhouse steaks with baked potatoes <laughs> if I was picking the menu. Why porterhouse? Because it's the best. When, really? you, when, you're, when you're a Tyrannosaurus Rex, yeah. that's what you eat. You go to the porterhouse, not the filet, not the No, you, both, you get all the above. <laughs> Porterhouse is what? A mix of everything? Yeah. Oh, and you is? get the bone. For anybody that's never been to a risk summit that is in the risk business, if they haven't been to this conference, obviously, you know, this year's been a smashing success. What would you tell them about next year's conference and why they should be here? Well, it's just going to get better from this one. I mean, uh, there's going to be, right now, just having people get out of the little shell and, and actually go into a event where people are face meeting face-to-face, people still have a little bit of apprehension. Mm-hmm. And so I think the really, like I said earlier, the world needs inter- interaction, personal interaction, face-to-face conversations. And um, the more of those you can get involved with, you know, the, I think the better the industry is going to be, and I think the better these conferences are going to be. 
Uh, hands down, one of the best dressed people here at this event. Kudos to that uh, three-piece suit. Very nice suit you've got on. Get you out here with this, kind of an off-the-radar question. I know you're an Oklahoma State graduate. God bless you, uh, Jayhawk. Two big eight guys here talking. Now that OU and Texas have been the Benedict Arnolds that they are uh, and decided to stab us all in the back and leave the Big 12, good riddance, who steps up and becomes the face of the Big 12? Wow. It's got to be TCU, I think. <laughs> Baylor. Baylor. Well, I was going to say Baylor next. It's got to yeah. be one of the, the other stalwarts. You think stalwart. TCU? Really? T no, TCU on, or Baylor. Wants it. Give me your I'm name, sir. Capello. Paul Capello. IIR Energy, Houston, Texas. Okay. Thank you. How great has the summit been? I am so surprised and pl pleased at the turnout, the the, the conversations, the um, the presentations, beyond my expectations. Great, great, great show. Is there one presentation that stuck out more than others or anything that you learned that you didn't expect? I really like the one from the gentleman from Shell and Pat McKinnon okay. that broke sort of the whole day's sessions down into a very nice conclusion and a way to put a bow on it and, and, and something to move forward to. So that last one. Oh, and here he is right now. Well, without further ado, I mean, you want to talk about just segue. Oh well, Pat McKinnon, and you are with? Latigo Energy Group. Tell us a little bit about uh, what brought you here to the event and just kind of, I'm guessing this is your first time speaking at uh, the Rift Summit? No, I've spoken here a couple of times, actually. So I was at Howard's initial conference as well. Okay, okay. What, okay, so let me ask you this, Dan. What is it about coming to this event that is, is so rewarding for you? Well, his constituency is very good. Okay. Right, and Howard does a really good job of setting people up in an environment where there's cross-pollination of communication. Fancy way of saying, he gets people to talk. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's rare Absolutely. in this world, right? I know there was some trepidation from folks because, you know, again, people haven't been out in a while, and I know that's been the one resounding feeling, though, is that people have really felt comfortable and safe in this environment the last couple days. Well, he, he did a good job. He followed all the protocols, yeah. right? And he gave people the optionality to follow their protocols. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And, and that was a big deal. But I, I think also there's so much pent-up cabin fever yeah. that people are just choosing otherwise you know and 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 frankly it's been detrimental to the industry to not have these events yeah. communication goes downhill some when it's it not does. when it's not when person it's not to person space, right it really does and I, I can tell you at this event already uh, at least in my case there's been three people that I've been chatting with for a year and a half that just asked me to okay we need to finish what we started yeah you know, so it's not a, it's something where that catalyst yeah. of human interaction really pays off, and Howard's done a good job of making that happen. All right, so the folks that don't know, what do you do over at Latigo Energy Group? Other than anything to make a buck, Inc., uh, you know, <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh, no. Latigo was founded to work in two paradigms. It okay. was uh, the uh, alternative assurance paradigm, which is posting alternative assurance for people okay. and bringing them streamlined ways to do that. We also invest in small last mile projects or first mile projects such as gathering systems or small processing systems or last mile delivery systems to independent resources like a sand plant or things of that nature. So we're both on the commercial physical side of the business and we're also on the financial side of the business. I've asked this to both of these fine gentlemen here. I'm going to ask you, for anybody that's on the fence uh, about coming to this event next year, what would you tell them? Hesitation's a terrible thing. All right, and if all you're ever doing is checking boxes, you'll probably end up in one. 
So it's a, it's, it's a real positive to get out and stretch your legs into an event like this. Howard does bring the right constituency. Yeah. That's what matters. When you're going to pay money to do this, you want the people in the room that are going to help you make more than you spent. And he does a very good job of that. Nithia Venkatesan with Hess Corporation. Okay, and is this your first time here at this conference? No, okay. my second time. Second time. Well, third, including the virtual last year. Ah, okay, but how good does it feel to be back in person? It feels good, it feels great. And it's great to put face and name together. What, what for you, you know, because you know, risk is like I said, it's a very niche industry, uh, as, we, as we all know. What are some of the things you took away from, and what are some of the things you always look forward to coming to this conference? I think definitely, um, being kind of up on the know of what's happening in the risk arena, I would say. Two, networking. Um, and then three, it, from a networking perspective, meeting the new people that you haven't seen yet. Right. So I think that's the great part. Like one, you know your friends. And exactly. then two, you're like meeting new people and you're getting to know more about what they do and, and what they bring to the table. So. What would you say the biggest thing you learned this year is? Oh, heck. Um, <laughs> I think it's always the same. Risk is always evolving. There's always risk in anything that we do. Yeah. But the, the biggest takeaway would be that risk is an opportunity, not just something that you have to manage. It's right. not always just a risk. So. What about, uh, where, where, where was your ESG and renewable game before this year's summit? Um, so that's what I was focused on today and on the panel. And I think uh, Hess has actually been a, a huge proponent of sustainability for a long time. So they started back in 1997 with their sustainability reporting. So we've involved that reporting and I think um, we're voluntarily um, reporting and disclosing what we can. Right. And, and we're learning more about what's materially appropriate for our, our business and our company. And so we're, we're starting to really get out there and uh, continue to support not only the different standards that are already out there, but also continue to add value from what we can do for our stakeholders. What is the biggest misnomer oh, about the risk industry? <laughs> I would say that, that risk means no, and that's not true. Ah, okay, <laughs> okay. So you guys are a lot more positive lot than people give you credit for. Yes, definitely, definitely. For anybody that's thinking about coming to this next year, what would you tell them? I would, I would tell them definitely to come out next year and continue to support, but also take the opportunity to uh, network and, and really learn and ask the right, I mean, spend time, I think asking questions in every session and getting, uh, you know, value from those sessions is important. Get you out here with this. Yeah. Your favorite part of the conference is? Food. <laughs> the, the lunch was good, wasn't it? The lunch really, I mean, from, everything, a, from a everything. conference standpoint, listen, the coffee has yeah. been, uh, has stayed hot the entire they've, time. They've always fill, given I, me my I Diet Coke. I think I've seen you with I three mean, Diet Cokes exactly. today. Okay, you shouldn't drink too much of that, though. You realize <laughs> it's, it's not it's, as healthy. It's the same bottle, though. Oh, it is? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I've carried it everywhere. Ah, I see what you did there. Okay. Because you're a sustainable person, why right. would you want to waste exactly. too much plastic? Exactly. I appreciate that. Hey, Great to meet you. Thank I, you. I would say your name, but I don't want to butcher it on this. No, on this no worries. Thank you very much. Thank Again, you. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. you. thank you. Thank you. Quincy Hilliard. I'm with Osaka Gas. You're not in relation to Dalton Hilliard, are you? No, um, I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing that's not the first time you've been asked that? I've been asked that before. I just don't have the, uh, the skill for that. It's <laughs> all right. That's all right. So uh, what brought you to the conference this year? Um, you know, just an interest in risk and, and, and kind of seeing where the direction where things are going. Okay. And, and how long are you in the risk industry, obviously? Yes. How long have you been in it? Um, 12 years, maybe. Okay. All mm -hmm. right. You don't even look like you've been, you don't even look like you're old enough to be bored 12 years. Kind of to you. So what was, uh, what, what's been the biggest take? Is this your first time at the conference though, right? Yes. What, what, what's been the biggest takeaway? What's the best thing you've learned about the, or just about the risk industry? 
I think um, you know there's a there's a large community here with people that genuinely um, have a desire to learn and grow and also ensure that other people within the industry um, are learning and growing with best practices not for their own gain but just for the gain of the the risk industry as a whole right I asked uh, one of the young ladies here what's the biggest misnomer about the risk industry oh that's a good one um, that we're the bad guys right <laughs> that we're the we're the police, right? We're the police. I mean, they people are always worried that as soon as we come in and risk sends an email, uh, get, get ready to hide the shred the di- <laughs> hide the whatever they ask for. Just don't give it to them. So do people kind of shy away from you when they see you walking, you know, down the hallway? Or and this, initially they did, but I, I feel like you know it's uh, it's one of those things you you kind of learn over time. I guess the the way that. Once you know how you're viewed, yeah, uh, it it, it's, it helps you uh, your approach. Okay. So you know you you know you're a police guy. You gotta come, gotta come like, hey, I just want to learn and see what you're doing today. <laughs> you know, it's like you're not a cop anymore. You're a secret agent now, undercover. That's cop. right. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you've adapted over 12 years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what has been the best part of this conference for you? Um, I would say, you know, uh, meeting with the vendors, yeah. um, a good, it seems like uh, everyone's really knowledgeable and also has uh, quality products and just learning about what's out there and what direction the kind of uh, certain risk solutions are going in. Uh, I asked one young lady what the best part of the conference was. She said food. Uh, I see you've got a plate in front of you. Your oh, God, wrong. don't forget. Conferences, listen, but, but let's call it what it is, though. I mean, let's, let's be real for a second. It's not that much food, whoever is living. It's just to the normal plate. <laughs> Nothing special. Hey, this is, no this frills. Is, <laughs> but would you say the food has been tip top? I will say that. Yeah. Cause, cause I, I actually complimented some. I would say that the food's really good here. It has been. It has been. What would you tell anybody that's thinking about coming to this thing for next year? Come with a big appetite. No. <laughs> My man, I appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. We are here with Long Lee. Do I have that right? Yes. That's okay, right. Mr. Long Lee from NRG Energy. Is this your first time here at the conference? Yes. What was your biggest takeaway from the conference today? Or have you been here all three days or just today or what? Uh, mostly today. Yesterday, I got here late. Okay. We won't let your boss know that. And what was the big, what, what, A, what were you hoping to gain from this conference? And what would you say is, has been the biggest thing you've learned from the conference? I was trying to come here to get network, networking mostly, but uh, I was trying to learn new things about risk. But the main thing I got out of this conference was about renewable energy and how, how risky it will take for renewable to become the most dominant force of energy. So I got Joel Powell and Natalie Marshall. Natalie Marshall from Veritas Total Solutions. Tell us what you guys do and why you're here. One thing we do better than anybody else is ETRM. We focus on the ETRM ecosystem on the trade floor for energy companies. Okay, now let me ask you guys this. There's a handful of ETRM companies here, right? Uh, So these are software companies. Okay. We work with some of these software vendors to help select, implement, and upgrade some of and others about 15 or 20 different software uh, packages that you see here these three plus others okay all right and all kind right. of our sister services would be trading and risk advisory so okay. on top of actually doing the system work we'll work with the commercial team to advise on risk strategy okay. and that sort of thing and i think with our system work what makes us 
uh, kind of unique is that everybody on our team, while we have a bunch of technical people, everybody is very business minded. Right. So we're always building the system, we're always providing strategy based on what those commercial goals are and being that liaison for these large companies where sometimes that gets kind of lost through the cracks. How's the feedback been? I mean, let's call it what it is. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to get back to some semblance of normalcy here. I mean, the one thing everybody's talked about is, hey, it's nice to actually see human beings again. Yeah, the, the feedback's been pretty good. Uh, I think a lot of that's because our leadership really listens and they have a culture of listening to the customer okay. and the customer's needs. And like, like Natalie mentioned, we're very, very diverse in, in the business and the technology aspect. And so when a customer has XYZ issue, uh, we don't solve it with 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 you know one hammer. We look at okay, do we need a hammer, and if so, why, and what yeah. size hammer, and do we need a screwdriver as well to okay. solve that solution? Whether it's on the ETRM space, whether it's on the risk advisory space, or whether it's on the strategy and transformation space. So listening, um, coupled with uh, kind of an all-encompassing solution or solutions, is it's paid off pretty well for Veritas. Yeah, and I, I think I'd add to that is the proof is in the pudding, right? So last year, 2020. We had two big uh, upgrades um, that were booked before <laughs> COVID hit, and we still kept them on schedule, on time, and did them all remote. Yeah. Um, so I think what the kind of the silver lining in this situation was we were able to realize we could do these implementations in a remote environment, um, whether you're in a pandemic or not. Um, and we were able to do them successfully. So I think that was kind of a big learning um, and something that other people are excited about hearing because that saves them cost in the future what, you know, to do it remotely. Yeah, Ryan Looney with FIS. Chris Hedden with FIS. All right, you go ahead, just, we'll just bring it in. We'll just bring it in closer. All right, so first and foremost, number one, what brought you guys to the conference? Yeah, it's just a great opportunity to get out and uh, meet similar people in the industry and uh, get connections and hopefully uh, you know, turn it into some business later on. Yeah, absolutely. Networking, networking opportunities and a chance to uh, speak with other folks, learn a little bit about what's going on in the industry with uh, trading and risk. And is this your guys, I mean, and of course, obviously, we're all trying to get back to some semblance of normalcy. Is this y'all's first in-person event since, uh, you know, the world shut down 18 months ago? It is for me, correct. Yeah, it is for me as well. Um, it's good to get out and, and really get in front of people again. And, um, you know, I think it kind of helps us sharpen the tongue a little bit. Hey, no, it certainly does. That, that's that's for sure. What's been uh, what's been the biggest takeaway uh, from the event so far? Uh, for me, it's just that people are excited about getting back to normal and doing these types of things, and there's a lot of business to be had. I would add to that, uh, ESG is a big deal. Um, it's on a lot of people's radar. Um, I think uh, you know, some of the issues around uh, credit have been described here or are top of radar for a lot of people as well. So. You know, the industry is uh, adapting to these challenges and looking for solutions and looking for ways to adapt and, uh, you know, be prepared for the future. Best part of the conference has been? Uh, networking with people. Just learning, seeing people, faces again, you know. Yeah, I would have to, to say the same thing. I think, um, you know, the networking aspect of, of meeting folks that you've probably talked to on the phone or, you know, connected with on LinkedIn and getting to see them face-to-face -face and put a face to the name. Um, and expand on you know opportunities to talk later on. Last but not least, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you this. Uh, tell us what FIS is. Uh, FIS is an energy trading and risk system. It's basically for end-to-end uh, -end processing of all the activities around trading and the commodity risk for energy companies. That includes everybody that does uh, natural gas, power, renewables, crude, coal, all solids, 
in any, any energy, energy commodities. I'm Dustin Whipple. I'm with Molecule Software. And what do you guys do? Uh, we are ETRM in the cloud. Okay. So deal capture and risk for physical, financial, uh, basically any commodity and any size company from the very smallest of a two-person hedge fund you've never heard of all the way up to enterprise level that every logo that you would recognize. How many of these conferences have you been to? This would be our second one. Uh, we did. We tried to participate in the virtual one. It, you know, it's, it was difficult during the year, but we love Howard, and so as soon as we were ready to come back, we signed right back up. Best part about this conference has been what? Uh, I, again, face to face. Yeah. I mean, I've been in my house for so long that it's you know, it's a little unnerving. You're climbing the walls. That's right. It's a little unnerving coming back and being like so close to people, but it feels great because you know we got we get to start those relationships again. So for anybody that has any trepidation or concerns about or just wants to know, should I come to the Risk Summit in 2022? Your answer would be absolutely. You should. There's no doubt in my mind. What they did here that was so fantastic was that they, they policed the vaccinations and yeah. they policed the testing. Um, you know, whether you are vaccinated or not, as long as you get tested, I think it's okay to come. Uh, we were fully vaccinated, so we felt incredibly comfortable here. Uh, there was no scary moments. There was no, like, should we be here? Uh, you know, we're happy and we'll be back. Thank you once again to everybody that participated. We had a lot of fun. And, of course, uh, shout-out, as always, to Mike Niemer and Niemer, Al Gallo, and the entire eRenewable team, and, of course, everybody that helps make the Green Insider possible. Once again, you can catch all of the Green Insider episodes over at Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, eRenew.net, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you check us out on Apple iTunes, we ask that you give us a five-star rating. Why? Because we promise you to learn more about renewable energy from the podcast than you knew about it before you checked in. This has been the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier. <laughs>